good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am the host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry with you in your pocket. We are going into Foundation Friday number 12, and today I thought I'd talk about the roles of an assistant coach within a program, and I'm going to take a look at it from uh, the point of view of both the assistant coach and the head coach. My background, I was an assistant coach for 10 full seasons altogether, and I was a head coach for 14 seasons. So about 40% of my career, I was an assistant coach. I think I got better at it as time went along. But then as a head coach, I had a totally different view of what an assistant coach uh, should be, uh, what I need from them. And and so, you know, I've, I've got a pretty good idea of, I'd like to think I have a pretty good idea of, of what, uh, you know, is, is demanded of this uh role this this job within a team from both perspectives um the first thing the most important thing you can do as an assistant coach is support the head coach and the mission of the team uh you need to make the job of the head coach easier you need to ask consistently to your head coach hey what do we need to have done here is there anything i can do uh be willing to volunteer for the details that the head coach doesn't want or doesn't have time to take care of. Um, you have to have the attitude that nothing is beneath you. And if you're if you're working for somebody, you need to have a, a bit of an innate ability of knowing what the head coach needs at that time. As you grow in your relationship with your head coach, uh, you'll probably be able to think, okay, I can see uh, this is what I need to do here even before it happens. And your and your head coaches will become very appreciative of that as time goes on. Uh, you got to take pride in your role. You know, uh, this is your role. This is what you've been asked to do. You uh, ask players to take pride in their roles. And that is the same thing that we need to do as assistant coaches and as head coaches talking to their assistant coaches, right? Uh, Assistant coaches, you really need to be positive uh, almost all the time, if not all times. Uh, It's the head coach's job uh, to be negative when negativism is or or negative activity is needed, all right? Bring energy, encouragement, great attitude, all of those type of things. That is a big part of your job. Uh, You're the good guy. Enjoy being the good guy. Uh, When I was a head coach, there were times where I kind of missed being the good guy as the assistant coach. and along with being the good guy, that means you get to probably communicate more with the players than does the head coach. The the, the Most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, uh, players are going to be a lot more open and honest with the assistant coach because they feel safer with the assistant coach than they do with the head coach. But at the same time, you've got to be honest. If a player is, let's say, complaining about playing time, you have to be willing to say, hey, Susie, Mary, Frank, uh, Joe, I, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, you know, this is what the head coach is seeing, and this is what you're not doing, and this is why you are not playing as much as you would like. Uh, you have to have that communication component to you as an assistant coach, and you have to be able to relate to those players. You just have to be honest with those players. You can't lie to your players, but you've got to have that knack of being able to uh, communicate with your players. All right. Uh, when you're coaching, 
especially if it's a five-on-five situation, if the whole team is together. If you've got something to say, you need to say it in seven seconds or less. I'm a firm believer in seven-second corrections. It is not your job on a consistent basis to give a two-minute soliloquy about uh, the virtues of pivoting with this foot. Uh, Get in, get your message out there, and then get out and, and let the head coach run the practice, all right? Um, if you disagree with your head coach and that's going to happen, you know, when I was an assistant coach, I disagreed with the head coach. When I was a head coach, I disagreed with my assistants. Try to keep those disagreements private. Try to keep them not personal. Try to keep the focus of those disagreements on what is good for the team. What is good for the program. Uh, do not, do not disagree with the head coach in front of the team. All right. Um, as you're helping your head coach, um, it's okay to complain about problems that the team is having, all right? We're not shooting well enough. We're not boxing out well enough. We're not containing dribble drive well enough. Whatever whatever the problem may be, okay? And every team has problems. My big advice to assistant coaches is anybody can point out the problems. You need to point out the solutions. You need to come up with a solution. If you're going to complain about uh, not being able to shoot the ball well enough, if you're going to complain about uh, not being able to contain triple, dribble drive or rebounding or defensive transition, okay, complain about that with your coach, but then you also come with that conversation going, hey, here's what I'm thinking. What have, have we thought about trying it like this? Maybe we need to do this in practice. Maybe we need to adjust our transition philosophy to do this and this and this, all right? Um well, where are we at here? Uh, teach. Teach every day. Come prepared to teach every single day. You need to be ready. And and, and some days you're going to teach a lot. Uh, if you're, you know, what I did a lot with my assistant coaches is I turned over uh, 15 to 20 minutes every day, or I shouldn't say that, 10 to 20 minutes every day uh, for skill development, working with posts and guards. And my assistants knew that almost Every day, they were going to have 10 to 20 minutes where it was just them. It was just their show, all right? Uh, And I was willing to step back and give them the opportunity. A lot of it uh, was also, hey, uh, it was a break from my voice that the players needed to get away from as well. Uh, But you got to be ready to teach and be ready to teach every rep, teach every drill, teach every day, all right? On the bench, assistants. When you get into competition, you need to be 10% emotional, 90% analytical. Uh, One of the differences, and I'll fully admit this is something uh, that I uh, could have done a better job of as a head coach, Uh, but the biggest thing that gets emotional probably for most coaches is officiating, whether it's football, baseball, any sport. Um, You know, as an assistant coach, I don't really think I said a whole lot about the officiating as an assistant coach, but then you step into the role as a head coach and you, uh, you get caught up into things. You're so invested in it. It's your team. It's your program. It's the representation of you. Um, you've got to help your head coach to focus on the game and the task at hand. It's, you know, and the vast majority of the time, it is not the officiating that beats a team. It's your execution or your lack thereof of execution. All right. Um, handle your assigned duties as, as a head coach would. Uh, You've got to come 
into every day thinking, okay, uh, if I were the head coach, how would I handle today? That doesn't mean you're going to do your job, but you've got to start thinking like that, especially if you have aspirations to run your own program. You've got to have that thought process of, if I were the head coach, how would I handle that? Start thinking about that. Uh, If you're an assistant coach and you're thinking, okay, in a year or two, I really think I'm ready to be a head coach. Start keeping a journal of, today we face this issue. Uh, Here's how I would have handled it. Here's how we did handle it. Maybe come back to it a couple weeks later. How did this turn out? What did you learn from that? You know, the more you can put yourself in that mind, the better prepared you're going to be when you slide over that 18 inches. All right. Uh, with that being said, be tough on yourself. You know, have high expectations of yourself as an assistant coach. You are an integral part of the program. Your your head coach depends a whole lot on you. Um, and you need to have, and, and by listening to this, you probably, I'm hoping that you have what we call a growth mindset, that you're willing, you know, you're willing to go out, you're willing to learn. You can't take all the good ideas. You need to narrow those things down. Uh, One thing I've done here in the last couple of years is I've really taken a lot of the things that I've done and I have really funneled that stuff through uh, because you, you think, well, that's a great drill. I should run that. That's a great drill. I should run this. That's a great idea to do this out of timeouts. We should do that. And pretty soon you're doing so much that you are not being as effective as you could be. The hardest thing to do in coaching is to simplify. And you have to simplify, 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 all right? But at the same time, have that growth mindset. And when you decide to integrate something within your program or when you think within your coaching philosophy, you need to take something out, okay? Um, in your staff, uh, a couple of thoughts about staff here and coach. And this is this last part here is more for head coaches and uh, not so much for assistant coaches. This I'm speaking pretty much to head coaches here. Uh, think about how you would want to break down your staff and who you want to give responsibilities to. And I'm going to give a couple of ideas to this. Uh, would you want the model of an offensive coordinator, a defensive coordinator, and then a game plan coordinator? Uh, within your program, um, if you have up to three assistants. Now, I, go, I know resources are different at every school. Uh, if you're at a bigger school where you have volunteers or you have more paid positions, it's easier to spread out those responsibilities. Um, but that's an idea. Um, you assign a coach, uh, quality control coach, uh, getting your making sure your managers have everything lined up to videotape the games. All right. Uh, do you have a coach that you would strictly assign to player development? Hey, uh, I know for me, uh, my last six or seven years, Sarah Goodwin did an awesome job working with our players, taking away time, uh, her giving away her own time to work with our players. And I just turned it all over completely to her. And I just said, make them better. You know, and if you have a uh, if you have an assistant coach who is passionate about player development, head coaches, uh, let them rip, let them do whatever they want to do. All right. Um, read about this, and and I looked at this with uh, Brad Stevens, and this was on our book club this week. Um, he has. One coach that strictly deals with offense when it comes to scouting. He has one coach that strictly deals with defense when it comes to scouting. Uh, and, the, and this is offensive schematics, defensive schematics. And then a third assistant coach that looks at personnel. You know, um, you know Russell Westbrook does this. Uh, you know, uh, LeBron does this. This is where we need to try and push him. You know, again, you know, you're dealing with very, very high-level players here. And, and, and then Stevens kind of looks at the whole and he looks at a little bit of everything. But that gives 
all of the coaches on your staff input and uh, responsibility going into every single game rather than just saying, okay, and there's other ways that coaches do it. Hey, these are the seven teams you're going to scout. These are the seven teams I'm going to scout. Well, that way going into every game, you've got a good idea of what and, you know, everybody's invested, everybody's watching film on every team. And even when you're watching personnel, you're still reading, okay, but here's what they're doing defensively, or here's what they're doing offensively, and here's what we need to take away, or whatever it may be, all right? So just some ideas on how you uh, head coaches may want to break down your staff and how you want to work with your assistant coaches there. So the roles of an assistant, uh, every great staff, every great head coach has great assistant coaches, all right. There's there's two things that are integral to uh, a head coach's success: great players and great assistants. And nothing happens without those two things. So uh, that's what we're talking about here. We're wrapping up Foundation Friday number twelve here. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter, a pen and a napkin at Gmail or at a pen and a napkin. Uh, email us if you have any questions or any comments or anything you want us to, to talk about, especially on these Foundation Fridays, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you're on SoundCloud, you're on iTunes, uh, give us a great review. Uh, five stars would be great. Tell all of your coaching friends about a pen and a napkin. Uh, again, the mission, what I'm trying to accomplish with this, I just want to help as many coaches as I can to develop their craft. And speaking of which, coaches, as always, be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.